and I was trying to get out here early and I apologize that I could not get out here earlier because I want to do something different and I thank God, thank God for all of you. Listen, 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 listen. This is just for you, this is not for the late folk, just, just, just for you. Listen, because we started a series a couple of weeks ago and I thank God for, for those who were going forth on, on my behalf last week, God bless you. God bless you, Elder, you, you, just, you blessed our souls. Uh, but I want to continue and I want to keep bridging the gap on how to build the house, build the house of the Lord. And so what I want to talk about right now is, is in that continuation in, in, in building, uh, I want to go back to intercessory prayer. I opened with intercessory prayer and I've talked about how intercessory works and I want to, 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 to expound on that a little bit further. I need you to tell everybody, find something to write with, find some, get, get a pen, borrow something from somebody, buy, buy it if you have to, it, it, get right on your bulletin, write, write, I need you to write quick, quick, bring out, get out, amen, I didn't have time to get my little notebooks and stuff together for y'all, but I need y'all to write, if, it, if there's a place to write on that, on that, on that bulletin somewhere, please, please pull it out right now. Pull it out right now. Amen. Amen. Pull it out. Amen. Borrow a pen from somebody. Borrow. Listen, we got pens. Listen, we, there's something in the storage room. Go. Help somebody out. Help somebody out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, listen, because I want... I, I want us to really embrace the power of intercessory prayer. I want us to really look at what, what God can do with intercessory prayer. I want you to understand that, that again, and, and, and again, I, I thank God for the mothers who, who come forth and one who did the prayer this morning. God bless you. But I want to add something to the dimensions of what you're doing. I need to add, add another dimension. Because I want you to understand that, that intercessory prayer is not you just standing talking to God before the people. It's not that at all. This, this, it is a group participation. It is a, in fact, old intercessory prayer, it would go around from person to person. And, then, and, and that song that, that, that we just opened up, Lord, you've been so good. They'd sing a song, something like that. And somebody would start praying and they would start testifying and somebody else. And then as soon as that person would finish praying and, and, then, see, and, and they understood that they didn't have to pray all the prayer. Listen, listen, listen. And when they understood, they passed it off to somebody else. And one of the other mothers would get to rocking back and forth. And they would begin to pray. And, and then somebody would be crying. Somebody would just waved their hand. I, I don't know if you've ever been in a service like that where, where you felt the power of the Holy Ghost moving so, so mightily. And then, and sometimes you felt like, you know, I didn't have to say anything because somebody had already spoke what I needed to say. And I, I tapped into their prayer and then they interceded on my behalf. And when you start to understand that, you know what, that person that, that is speaking, is speaking your prayer, you just saying, amen, I'm in agreement. That's when you start saying, hallelujah, that I understand, glory to God. I'm going to testify to that and I'm going to give God some glory behind that prayer. And I'm going to lift up that prayer because that prayer is my prayer because the same thing that they're going through, I'm going through. 
And if I'm going through it, I know somebody else is going through it. So we can testify together and we can touch and agree together. See, that's where touching and agree comes. It says, I don't have to tell it all. I don't have to say it all. But I understand something that when prayer goes up, blessings come down. And I understand that if we are in a corporate prayer, that if we are together with one accord, that we understand that God can bless the multitude by the, the by the effective fervent prayer of the righteous person speaking that 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 one person speaking in that moment. Hallelujah! Y'all got something to write with? <coughs> write this down. Second Kings, Second Kings, Second Kings, Second Kings, Second Kings. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The nineteenth chapter. Second Kings, the nineteenth chapter. And the 14th verse, verse 14, 2 Kings, verse 14, in the name of Jesus, still, I'm just tapping into what, what, what the foundation that the mothers have laid up this morning already in terms of intercessory prayer, because I need you to tap back into that as we go into the furthest, furtherance of this service. All right. Now, 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 I need you to write somewhere on that bulletin, around that bulletin, all over that bulletin. What, what your issue is. I know you got one, maybe two. What, 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 what problems are, are you trying to solve? Who is it that you need to put on the altar? Write it down, write it down, write it down, write, write it down. Write down, write down a circumstance or situation you can put it in one word or put it in a phrase and just that, that, that you're trying to get over, that's something you're trying to conquer, something, or write down something that's trying to conquer you in the name of Jesus. In fact, in fact, emphasize that right now. Write down what is trying to overtake you, what's trying to overcome you, what's trying to press you, what's trying to put you down, what's trying to break you, what's trying to make you depressed. What, write down the things that have come against you. Write down that the, that the enemy is trying, and listen, put it down there, put it, put it on there right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, put it down, put it down, put it down. You see, because when we get into a mindset of intercessory prayer, you know, they see, see now, the, now the old folks, the old folks that I grew up with, they knew how to do this on, in their hearts and in their mind and in their spirit because you could hear it in the prayer. They didn't have to write it down because they knew you. Hallelujah. And if they knew something was going on with you, you could hear it come out in the prayer. They wasn't trying to put you on front street. But what they were trying to do is say, I'm going to intercede. While I got you here, I'm going to intercede on your behalf. While I got you here, and while, while we're together, and we can talk to God together, and they wouldn't talk about you, but they would talk about the things that are plaguing you and the things that are binding you so that God can hear and so that you can be delivered. Oh, praise God for somebody that was in church. Praise God for somebody that knew that, 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 that there was power in interceding on one another's behalf. Praise God for somebody who understands that there's an authority that goes along with intercessory prayer. That's when one of the mothers would say to you, I ain't scared. 
I know the Lord. I've been on the battlefield for a long time. I've been fighting. I've been fighting. I've been and, and, and I'm not done yet. I, I know that God is still on the throne. Somebody would testify and say, "Yes, baby, I've been there, done that." They would, they would tell you that it's gonna be all right after a while. Just keep on holding on to God's unchanging hand. Keep on trusting in Him. They would encourage you doing the prayer. They would let you know that you are not forsaken. You are not forgotten. You are not alone. That God is, and you are not denied, but you are just delayed in the blessings of God. And as soon as you can get your life turned around, as soon as you call upon the name of Jesus, as soon as you lift up holy hands, as soon as you call his name, as soon as you acknowledge that Jesus still saves, that's when your blessing will come in. In the name of Jesus. Praise God for intercessory prayer. Somebody's interceding. Hallelujah. They used to have the morning bench where they were. And as a kid, I didn't understand what were them women doing over there. Just moaning all the. In fact, they were irritating me. I was getting upset. Why are they making that noise over there? I'm trying to hear the choir. I'm trying to hear the. I, I was young and I didn't understand. But then when I found out. That there was somebody always praying. I, I, I found out that them, them, them folk that was over there talking, they weren't talking about nothing. They weren't talking about no greens. They weren't talking about what they was cooking. They weren't talking about no cornbread. They weren't talking about where they was going out to eat because they didn't already cooked on Saturday. They, they, they weren't talking about nothing of that. But they were talking to the Lord. You just heard this constant kind of murmuring, kind of talk going on. And then I got a revelation as to what that was all about. When I studied the book of Revelation, the revelation will talk about some murmuring, some mumbling of water, some the, the, the voice they heard many voices. He says it sounds like many voices. I understand that there were folk praying, and all of those folk praying together sounded like many voices while the worship of God and while the extolation of God and while the glory of God was being made manifest that's what was happening in the church that's what was happening in the building they were just praying and killing God, praising God and talking to God <laughs> while I was trying to get my nappy head saved yes 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 yeah it curled up right there it did hallelujah I thought I, I thought I'd, I'd got to see. Y'all don't know. I went through some changes. <laughs> Mother Ridley, Mother Rid Dorothy Ridley over at Calvary. I, one day I changed my hair. I said, because I'm trying to get with it. I thought by changing my hair, I would get with it. And so I wore a shag. <laughs> Looked like Lionel Richie coming all down the back. <laughs> Had it curled. Mother, sister really said, sister really said, well, well Charles, you, I, I, I kind of thought you were a good looking man, decent looking man, but now you're pretty. <laughs> After all the money I spent on that shag, I had to go cut it off. Trying to get it, trying to get it, trying to get it. Doesn't buy hair, don't, don't change you. <laughs> Amen. 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 Listen, let me hurry on because I'm, I'm, I'm in the way of what, what was supposed to happen today. 
And so, so now, now you got you, you wrote down on, on, on your bulletin. You wrote down your issues. You wrote down the problem. You wrote down the situation. You wrote down the stuff that's happening there. And now I need you to go to your Bibles and turn with me to Second Kings, the 19th chapter and the 14th verse. Amen. Amen. Ah. Now, now, whatever you wrote, whatever you wrote on that piece of paper, I need you to hold it up. I need, I, I need you to get it in your hand. Get in your hand. And then you said, Lord, read this. Read this. Flip it on the other side. Say, Lord, read the back side too. Lord, please read this. Incline your ear and hear what's on the page of this paper. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Put it down. Put it down. Now look, here's what intercessory is all about. Because I'm going to change the order and how things are going to happen in here and how the mothers are going to present this intercessory prayer because they're not going to be praying at you. You got to get involved with intercessory. You, you got to get involved with this. You got to embrace this. You got to be a part of this. You got to open up your mouth. And if you can't open up your mouth, then write it down. In the 19th chapter of the 2nd Kings of the 14th verse, read from New King James translation, and it says, And Hezekiah received a letter. Oh, keep your seats, keep your seats, keep your seats. I need y'all to keep your seats. And God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for honoring the word of the Lord. Just lift up your hand for me real quick. In the name of Jesus, honor the word of God. Amen. Amen. But I need y'all to stay with me on this because I'm, I, I, like I said, I'm in the way, but I, I need to get out of the way. And look, Hezekiah received a letter from the hand of the messengers and he read it. He read it. He received a letter. He received a letter. Now, the verses before that contains what's in the letter. And what's in the letter that, that is before that, it was in the letter before that. He says, he says, listen, I want you to understand, Hezekiah, that all the kings that are born before you, their gods thought that they could save them. But their gods couldn't do anything. And I've destroyed all of their kingdoms and I've destroyed all of their gods. The king of Assyria came in and said, I took down everybody. What makes you think that your God is going to save you? And so you might as well get ready and bow down to me too because here's the list of everybody that's fallen before you and some were greater than you but I want you to know I took them out as well. Well here's what I'm talking about because here's what happens in life. There's so many things that will happen, so many things that will befall us, so many things that goes on in our lives and so many things that comes against us where we think we, we, we lose where we're coming or going. And in that, we feel like the world is against us and we cannot win for losing. We cannot get up for falling. If we are always going through something, the things that you put down on that page, the thing that you wrote down, the things that keep on plaguing you, the thing that keeps coming at you. It seems like every time I come out of one storm, I'm about to go into another. It seems like every time I try to see my way and sometimes that light in the tunnel is nothing but an oncoming train. <laughs> Hezekiah got the letter. I don't know what news you got. 
It might have been from the doctor's office. It might have been from the lawyer's office. It might have been from your employment. It might have been from your family. And it may not have been a physical letter because folk know how to write letters without pen or paper. They know how to get a message across to you so that you understand that they are against you. They know how to communicate in such a way that make you feel down and put you down. They know how to do things and, and make you understand that there's a problem with you. They know how to do that. Say, read it, Lord. Read it, Lord. Read, read, read the message that I got. When people are trying to put you down and trying to put you asunder and, and trying to make you feel smaller than you are. Hezekiah received the letter at the hands of the messengers and he read it. He read it. And Hezekiah went up into the house of the Lord. Now, now I, I, I need you to understand. You, brought, you came in here and you obediently and, and dutifully wrote down the stuff that you're dealing with. And as you wrote that down, here it is. You've offered it up. I've asked you to offer it up to God. And as you have offered it up to God, he says, Lord, here, here it is. He read it and went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Next week when you come in here, you have it already written down. I give you a little bit of time to write it out. There's some, I know there's some details that some of y'all want to get in there. I know some of y'all need to name a few names. Maybe some dates and times and places. You, in a, you, you write it down before you get here. Because, because when we go into intercessory prayer on next week, we're going to come up here and spread it on the altar and say, God, I need you to read this. I, I need you to see what the enemy is trying to do in my life. In fact, God, there's some things in my own mind that I need to confess to you and write out to you because sometimes I find the biggest problem I have is what's going on inside of me. I need you to read this, God. I need you to look this over. And if I... Somebody will tell you that when you write something down, you internalize it. It's different from just talking about it. But when you write it down, that means you have internalized it enough to receive it and put it to pen and paper and say, this is how I really feel. This is what I really think. If you take the time to write it down, this is what's really going on. I can't cover this up. I, I can't mess this up because what I wrote is what I meant and here it is. God, I need you to read it. He spread it before the Lord. Then Hezekiah Prayed when you spread it out before God. You didn't, you didn't put it down there just to lay there. When you spread your issue before God, you didn't put it there just so that it might lie dormant as just a ritualistic thing to do. 
Hezekiah understood that as a king, that he had a responsibility for the people of God. That the people were about to be destroyed. That the people were being dismayed and discouraged. That the people were downhearted and downtrodden. He understood that the house was under attack. He understood that there were some things that were bigger than himself that he could not handle. Therefore, I've got to go some to somebody who's bigger than my problem. He spread it before the Lord and he prayed. He said, I need to talk this over with you, God. I need you to read the contents of what's in here. He said, oh Lord, God of Israel. Now watch this, watch this real quick. Watch this. He says, now, now, he says, oh God of Israel. He says, the one who dwells between the cherubim. For most of y'all that don't mean that don't mean nothing. In the name of Jesus. God bless. Thank you. But, 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 but look at what he said. I'm talking to the God who dwells between the cherub. Let me help a few people out with this one. You see, because if you look at the Ark of the Covenant, in the middle of the Ark of the Covenant is what's called the mercy seat. On the outsides of the Ark of the Covenant are two angels or cherubs that are archangels and they sit on the outside with their wings pointed inward. God sits on the seat in the middle called mercy. And so I know when I've messed up, I need the God of mercy. That's who I need to talk to. I need somebody that can pull me out of my circumstance, pull me out of my situation, pull me out of my sorrow, pull me out of my depression, pull me out of my junk. I need somebody that's going to have mercy on me and give me what I don't deserve. I need some mercy. I know I deserve justice, but give me mercy. Cancel out the charges laid against me. That's who I want to talk to. The one who dwells between the cherubim. He says, you are God, you alone. I recognize there ain't nobody but you. I recognize that, 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 that God, you, 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 you're my source. You're my strength. You're my all in all. You're my everything. I recognize there's nobody like you. He says, he says, of all the kingdoms of earth, you, you're the one that made heaven and earth. Therefore, incline your ear, O oh Lord. Lord, in other words, turn your ear. Aim your ear. Listen intently. Lean in toward me, God. Lord, I, I, I need you to get close on this one. I, 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 I need you. I, I don't want to, 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 to be speaking in, in, in the wrong direction. I need to direct this directly at you. He says, incline your ear. Incline your ear, O oh Lord, and open your eyes. Look at me, God. Look at my circumstance. Look 
at what's going on. Lord, hear me and look at me. You know, you know, hallelujah. See, I understand why Hezekiah put that little part in there. Because he recognizes that he could not look upon God, be in the presence of God. And God does not want evil or sin to be in his presence. And so God would not look in your direction if you are operating in sin. Oh, so, oh somebody need to catch that one. I don't know why you're praying and hollering and crying when God ain't looking at you because you have not turned from your sin. Oh, I know that's a little bit hard to take, but, but, but you got to turn and you've got to ask God for mercy so that he will open up his eyes and turn towards you and hear you and then look at you. He says, open your eyes, oh Lord, and see. And not only that, see and hear the words of Sennacherib. Some pronounce it Sennacherib, some say Sennacherib. And so, so he said, look, look at what this evil person, this evil thing has come, has said to me. He has, which he has sent this reproach to the living God. He has sent this reproach. Look what he's saying. Look what the doctor wrote. <coughs> Lord, did you see this note the teacher sent home about my job? And then look at him too. Because maybe it ain't the teacher's fault. Maybe there's something up in him or her that needs to be changed. Lord, I need you to look at this. Look at the things that are being said about my family, about my children, about my life, about these things. Lord, I need you to look this over. Yes. He says, he says, and I, I proclaim that I, I know you. And to talk about me is a reproach on the living God. It's a reproach. Yeah, because, because if I'm living for you, God, and they're going to try to bring me down, they're trying to bring down what you created, what you anointed, what you blessed. They're trying to say that your power wasn't real, that your power didn't work in me, that your power couldn't deliver me, that your power well, is, is next to nothing. When you talk about me, you are talking about the God who delivered me. When you talk about me, you're talking about the same God that saved me, that lifted me, that brought me out. You're talking about my God. And if you're talking about what he can't do in me. Oh, that's when somebody tell you what all that you ain't, what all that you can't and all of that. No, 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 no. That's a reproach against God. God said, wait a minute, don't talk about what I done. name of Jesus. He says, he said, it's a reproach. That's reproach. They said they're going to kill us. It's trying to destroy us. Truly. The king of Assyria has, has, has laid waste. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of folk that have been killed by, by, the, by Syria. Yeah. Way laced to their lands and, and, and cast their gods into the fire. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of folk that, that's, that's unfallen. For they were not gods, but the work of men's hands, wood of stone. Therefore, destroyed them. They destroyed them. But I can't leave you lingering there. 
Because as he's interceding, as he, see, as he went to the house of the Lord, somebody need to catch this. As they went to the house of the Lord, he took the letter with him. He spread it out in the house of the Lord. And then watch what Isaiah has to say. If you jump over to verse 20, verse 20 says, he says, he says, then Isaiah, the son of Amos, he says, sent to Hezekiah saying, thus says the Lord God. Went into the house of God, the house of worship, and the prophet, the preacher came over and said, listen here, here's what God had to say. Because you pray to me. Listen, when you get in the house of God and in accessory time, because you pray, <coughs> you pray, not let everybody else pray for you, but because you pray, because you put your petition out before me because you laid it out and you formed it and you allowed it to be internalized in you and because you put this in the prayer he said because you prayed to me against Sennacherib king of Assyria See, so you got to speak against those that come against you. You got to speak against evil. You got to speak against sin. You got to speak against your internal desires. You got to speak again. If you want to be blessed, you need to speak. Sometimes you need to stand in the mirror and just speak against yourself. Sometimes you just need to say, look, Lord, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Lord, not my mother, not my father, not my brother, not my sister. It's me. I found out that I am the source of the problem. He said, he said, he said, I've heard. And this is the word of the Lord which he has spoken concerning him. And I just need to run through this real quick. And he says, in that first part, he, he said, he says, I know. They laughed. You just scorn. Yeah, yeah, the virgin daughter of Zion has despised you, laughed you to scorn. He says, he says, you, you've had a reproach against them, and you reproach the Lord and all of that. He says, I've come up from the heights of the mountains. You, you, I, I, I know that they said that they were going to cut down all of your tall trees. They, they're going to cut down your foundation and all of that. All of your cypress trees and your fruit trees. In other words, the things of your dreams, of your aspirations. I'm gonna cut. He said that the that, 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 that enemy said that I'm going to cut all of that down. He said, I've drunk the strange water. But, but watch verse 25. Verse 25, church. Verse 25. Now, if I were to title this, verse 25 would be my title. And guess what the title would be? I'm glad, I, I, I'm glad you guessed. You, you know what it already is. Let me read verse 25 first. Did you not hear long ago how I made it? And so the title for me would be, You Must Not Know About Me. You done spoke all this stuff against my people. You done told them what you gonna do, how you gonna tear them down. You done told them all about what you what what what, what you think about it. You gonna tear down these 
they, they cedar trees and you're going to tear down their fruit trees and all that. You must not know about me because did you not hear long ago how I'm the one that made it from the ancient times that I formed it, not, 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 not anybody else, but I, God formed it and now I have brought it to pass that, that you should be a oh, hallelujah. You should be for crushing fortified cities and heaps of ruins. Therefore, the, the inhabitants had little power. And God goes on to talk to them about what he's going to do and what he can do and how he is God. He said, I know your dwelling place. I, I know where you stand. Hallelujah. That's verse 27. Verse 27, he said, but I know your dwelling place. Huh? You're, you're, you're going out and you're coming in and, and your rage against me. Like God, God says, I know where you stay. I know what's going on with you. But I want you to understand that because my servant, because my people prayed, because my people wrote, showed me this letter because God they came in and spread it out before me. I want you to know I'm going to intercede on their behalf and when you think that you have got them that's when you're going to fall. When you think that you can overcome them that's when you're going to stop or when you think that you've got my people destroyed that's when they'll rise back up and when you think that it's all over that's when you'll know that I'm just getting started that I have not forsaken them that I have not left them because I have read your letter and I know what it's all about you must not know about me because I am their God their savior their fortress their strong tower and there I have interceded on their behalf in the name of Jesus intercessory prayer has to come with new power Lord we're spreading it out before you Lord we're writing it down in fact God on every day of the week when something comes to us if we would just write it down lay it before you we give you the honor and glory and we'll give you praise and Lord we thank you for deliverance already Lord, we thank you in advance that you will bless. Lord, we thank you already. We rejoice in the fact that, God, you keep on lifting us up even when our enemies have counted us out. Lord, we thank you in advance that you're worthy of all our praises. Lord, we thank you in advance for we claim it already done. I've laid it out before you. Lord, incline your ear and open your eyes we thank you and we give you praise in the name of jesus let the church let the redeemed the called out